God like you. There is no other God before you, God. We thank you and praise you for the Holy Spirit on tonight. Holy Spirit, we welcome you on tonight. Lead us, guide us into all truth. Reveal unto us on tonight. Holy Spirit, we thank you for being our teacher. We thank you for being our helper. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for revealing, making things known. We thank you for bringing the word back to our remembrance. And Father, I thank you that I have been crucified with Christ, and it's no longer I who live, but it's Christ who lives in me. And Father, those that are out there on tonight, God, that will hear this teaching, Father, I thank you that they say within themselves, what must I do? to be saved. So we just give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. For Clem, the Lord has taken me in another direction. We've been teaching on the patterns of God, but the Lord has impressed on my heart to go into this teaching series again that we had, but it may be a little different. It's 911, what is your emergency? Lost souls. So that's what we're going to be talking about. And the Lord put that on my heart because people are so um, terrified and so fearful with the COVID-19. They're telling us what we need to be doing, what we should not be doing. But one thing that everybody needs to be doing is accepting Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior. Because the sanitizer can't save you. The toilet tissue cannot save you. The government cannot save you. The only one that can save you is Jesus Christ. And he's already paid the price for us to be saved. He already paid the price for salvation. And the only thing he's saying is come just as you are. Now don't let the enemy fool you. At the end of the day, you may have washed your hands. You may have put on your mask. You have may, may have been in um, lockdown for 14 days, been in quarantine, whatever it may be. But if you have not accepted Jesus as your lost and Savior, as your Lord and Savior, you are still walking around like a dead man. And people don't recognize that. It's good that we're washing our hands. It's good that we're following through with what they're saying. But the most important thing that we can be doing now is winning souls for Jesus Christ. Because he said, those that win souls, they are wise. So I want to make sure that everybody's in the right place that they need to be. And that place is with Jesus Christ. Amen. So that's what we're going to be talking about in Clem. 911, what is your emergency? Lost souls. So we're going to start with 1 Timothy 2, verses 1 through verse 6. And I think all of us, we're familiar with this. And if you have heard this before... God is bringing it back up in here because what he want, uh, want us to do is to go out. And he want us to begin to um, give out the gospel. You may have to do it through Facebook. You may have to do it through some um, platform. And I believe some of us are still going to the grocery stores. We're still getting gas. We're still going in and out of places. So we need to be giving them life, which comes from the word of God. Jesus' um, word is what brings life. The word will quicken us and bring life unto us. So let's look at 1 Timothy, the second chapter, verses 1 through verse 6. And I'm going to be reading that out the Ample um, Expanded Bible. It says, First of all, then I tell, urge, exalt you to pray for all people, asking God for what they need and being thankful to him. 
making petition, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving for all people. So the first thing we need to be doing is praying for all people, not just Pacific people, but all people. Pray for rulers, kings, and for all who have authority, authority so that we can have a quiet and peaceful lives full of worship and respect for God. This is good and it pleases God, our Savior, who wants all people to be saved and to know the truth. For there is one God, one mediator, so that human beings can reach God, Christ Jesus, who himself is human. He gave himself as a payment to free ransom for all people, proof that came at the right appointed time. So what this verse is telling us that we should be praying for all people, all people that are in authority. And when we begin to pray for them, we want to pray to and intercede that people are being saved in such a time such as this. And as we're praying for them, we want to um, get the gospel out. We want to get out what Jesus have done. He want all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. He don't want anybody to be lost. So during this time of crisis, we need to be taking the time out. And we need to go into the word of God. And once we go into the word of God, knowing what Jesus done, we need to present it to this dying world. I tell you, it grieves my heart to see a lot of people talking more about this COVID-19 than they're talking about lost souls. We have so many people coming on the internet, coming on Facebook, coming any kind of way they, you know, trying to come. And what they're talking about is what they already predicted. Okay, let's forget all what you predicted. Okay, it's here. Now that it's here, we need to be going out and letting people know about Jesus. This is, this is our commission. Not, you know, trying to be exalted and say, didn't I tell you this was going to happen? Or didn't I tell you that was going to happen? We're in a crisis now that it's about lost souls because people are dying and we don't want them to die not knowing Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Some people are so worried about, you know, making sure you're putting masks on. That's all well and good. Making sure you sanitize your hands. That's all well and good. Making sure that you're six feet apart. Doing all of that still is not going to save you. Because at the end of the day, if you don't have Jesus, you are still lost. You are still in a crisis. I want everybody to hear this. You're spending too much time trying to do what the world is telling you to do. And what needs to be done is people are crying loud and sparing not. We need to tell people about Jesus. We need to let them know, even though you keep doing what they tell you to do, even when you come out of this crisis, you are still lost. You are still in a crisis because you do not know Jesus. So that's what we want to um, teach on in Clem. We want to talk on lost souls. And 2 Corinthians 4.4, 4, we're all familiar with this verse that says, the devil who rules this world, the God of this age, have blinded the minds of those who do not believe. These, these are unbelievers. So that they cannot see the light of the good news. The good news about that reveals the glory of Christ who is exactly like the image of God. So this is what the enemy is doing during this crisis. He wants people to um, focus on COVID-19 so much that they will not see the light, that it will not be revealed to them because COVID-19 represents darkness. It represents death. 
So if he can keep the news media going on this, if he can keep finding story after story about somebody that just died or this happened here, that's happening there, people will not take the gospel for what it is. He wanted to be hid. Why? Because he know when they hear this good news that it's going to bring light in the midst of darkness and people are going to be saved from what's going on around them. So we want to make sure that people's eyes are not blinded. We want to make sure that the light of this gospel shine through. And the only way this is this can happen is we need to come together as the body of Christ. We need to start um, going out and decreeing and, and declaring what we have learned before this crisis. If you have not learned about this before the crisis, you're being told now. You're being taught. So we want to teach you um, the way that Jesus taught those disciples to go out. So the only way that this world can be saved is through Jesus Christ. It's not through hand sanitizer. It's not, it may save you, but it's not saving your um, soul. Um, let me say it again. The sanitizer, it may clean you up for a while. The toilet tissue, the, the mask, people are putting on masks now because they don't want nobody to breathe on them. I'm telling you what, when, when the gospel come and the breath of life begin to breathe on you, you're going to end up with eternal life. You're going to end up with the everlasting life that never ends. Even if you die, and Lord knows I don't want you to die before your time, you know where you're going. And some people at this point, the world is still trying to do what the enemy wants you to do so hard, you don't even see what's in front of you. You don't even see that you need Jesus more than you need anything else. I don't care what you're stocking up in your house. If you don't have him, you are still lost. I don't care about having all the money in the bank and having all the cars. If you still don't have Jesus, you are lost. So we see how the devil's blinding the minds of the people. And he's blinding their minds because he don't want this light, the, the light of the gospel to come in. I want to give you a um, story in the Bible, which is not a story. Y'all know it's truth. There was a man named Jonah in the book of Jonah. And he did not, Jonah did not want to go to Nineveh. So he tried to do everything that he needed to do to stop from going to Nineveh. Nineveh was a place that was full of sin. So God was sending Jonah into Nineveh to preach to those people what God wanted. He wanted that light to come in in the midst of darkness. But Jonah refused to go. And what Jonah did, he went in. Well, first of all, he was on a boat and he was trying to get away. Um, And when he was on that boat, they were having problems on that boat. And Jonah recognized, told them that if they threw him overboard, then that would save them, which they did. So they were saved. But Jonah went into the belly of a fish. And in that belly of the fish, we know that Jonah ended up praying to God. The fish ended up spitting Jonah out. But this is the reason why Jonah did not want to go to Nineveh. He didn't want to go to Nineveh and preach to those people because he knew God was full of mercy. He knew God was going to have compassion on those people. But Jonah was saying this. Jonah wanted God to judge those people. He wanted the wrath of God to come upon those people. Why am I saying this? Because people are saying now that God is judging America. That God is bringing in the wrath upon New York. He's bringing in the wrath upon all of these people. But just like Jonah, Jonah was 
wanting these people to be judged. He wanted these people to go through all of these things. So he didn't want to bring the truth. Do you not know if we start preaching the truth to the ones that don't know Jesus, they would, they will receive God's grace. They'll receive his mercy and they'll turn from what they're doing. The enemy don't want that. He want to shut down the Christians in this time. How's he shutting us down? By putting our eyes on the news. By putting our eyes on what somebody is saying. And, and if the closer it come to home, we really find out who we are in Christ. Because if it was like that in Burgoff, it was like that in the surrounding counties like it is in New York, we'll find out the real Christians. We'll find out who would come out of their house and do what need to be done, right? So this is what Jonah did. Jonah was wanting them to be judged. But let me tell you how merciful God is. And this is why I'm saying this gospel need to go out. God is a loving God. He's a merciful God. And this is why grace has saved us. Grace is what saved us. Grace is unmerited, undeserved favor that God has given us. And he has given us this grace through Jesus Christ. Because we are the ones that should have died, but Jesus laid down his life for us. But Jonah, he's saying, kill them. Let them die. They're they're doing all this stuff. They're sinning. They're doing what they want to do. They don't want to hear nothing. Let them die. God said, no, Jonah, I want you to go over there and I want you to preach unto Nineveh. Now, this is what Jonah did after Jonah went to Nineveh. This is what um, Jonah said. And Jonah 4, verse 10 and 11. This is when Jonah just said, God, kill me and let me die. And the Lord said, you are so concerned. Have pity for that plant even though you did nothing to make it grow. It appeared one day overnight, and the next day overnight it died. Then shouldn't I show concern, have pity, for that great city, Nineveh, which had more than 120,000 people who did not know right from wrong, their right hand from their left, and many animals and much cattle too? So what God was telling to Jonah, when Jonah went there to die, there was a tree, There was a plant and that plant gave him shade, but that plant died. So Jonah, you know, was caring more about that plant dying than he was caring more about the people in Nineveh. What am I saying? It's people in New York. It's people all over the world that's dying. It is time for us as the people of God to go and preach and to decree and declare the good news over the um, airwaves, over the internet, over whatever kind of means we can get to, to let them know God loves you. God is a merciful God. Hand sanitizer, mask, all of this stuff is not going to save you. He's the only one that's going to save you. God is having mercy on you. He already have mercy because he gave his son. And thank God that he give us new mercy every day. It is not for us to judge America. We leave that up to God. But what we need to be doing is doing what the word of God tell us to do. Now let's get into the teaching on Matthew 28, verse 18 through 20. I said all that to get here. So we'll know where we're going. In Matthew 28, 18 through 20, the word of God says, Then Jesus came to them and said, All power, authority in heaven and on earth, is has been given to me so i want to start there jesus knew his authority he knew what his father gave him 
And by him knowing what his authority was, he could go out and do what God sent him to do. When we look in the book of Daniel, it talks about the authority that Jesus have. And Daniel chapter 7, verse 13 through 14. Daniel chapter 7, verse 13 through 14. I'm reading the Amplified. And I saw in a night vision, this is Daniel, and behold, on the clouds of the heavens came one like a son of man, and he came to the ancient of days and was present before him. And there was given him the Messiah, dominion and glory and kingdom, that all people, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away. And his kingdom is one which shall not be destroyed. So we see that God has given um, Jesus dominion. He has given him rights. He has given him the right to rule. That's why Jesus said all power, all authority has been given unto me in heaven and in earth. He knew what belonged to him. He had the power. He had the authority to reign and rule over this earth in heaven and in earth. And Daniel even said that even before Jesus came, that all power was going to be given unto him. Let's go to John 3 verse 35. John 3, verse 35. This is John speaking. He said, the father loves the son and has given him power over everything. That means that he's given him authority over all and all things into his hands. So John the Baptist even recognized that Jesus have all power. He has all authority over everything and over everyone. So Jesus knew his authority. He knew his right to reign and rule. Now, John 13, verse 3, let's see what this verse is saying. Then Jesus, knowing, fully aware that the Father had put everything in his hands and that he, and that he had come from God and was now returning to God. So Jesus knew his right. He knew his authority. And the reason why I'm going over Jesus and his right and his authority, because he knew what he was sent to do. He knew he had the right to act upon this earth he knew what he had authority over i'm gonna give you two more ephesians 1 verse 22 ephesians 1 says god put subjected everything under his power under his feet and made him the head over everything for the church or gave him to the church as head over all things which is his body so jesus is over everything He's over the church. Everything is put under his feet. When something is under your feet, you are above those things. So I'm saying all of that to say this. If Jesus is head over everything, even dealing with this COVID-19, when we're being sent out to represent him, then he's going to give us that authority that God has given him. So we shouldn't have a fear over COVID-19. We shouldn't have a fear over what's going on around us because Jesus is going to give us the authority that God gave him. There's one more scripture for Jesus. First Peter 3.22. Now Jesus has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God. He said he's ruling over angels, authorities, and powers. So Jesus even have the power over the angels. He have powers over power over the throne. He have power over all of that realm too. So if Jesus have all of that power to reign and rule, he's reigning in heaven, he's reigning here on earth. Jesus knew his authority. 
So this is where I'm going tonight. If Jesus knew his authority when he walked this earth, the Bible says that he gave this authority not only to his disciples, but he gave the authority to us. So let's talk about what was given unto us. So Jesus had the right, the power to rule and reign on this earth. So now Jesus is going to leave the earth, but he's going to turn over that power and that authority to believers. That's the next thing. If you are a believer, he has given you the right to reign and rule on this earth. It started in Genesis 1, 26 through 28. And I know we're familiar with it, so I'm not going to read all of it. And it tells how he gave us dominion over all the earth, over the animals. He gave us the right to rule and reign. Psalms 115.16 says, The heavens are the Lord's heavens, but the earth he's given to the children of men. So he's given us the right to rule and reign down here on earth. We have that right and authority. And before you go out and begin to preach, to proclaim this gospel and this good news, you got to know that you have the right to do it. You got to know that you have been given the right as representatives of God here on this earth as ambassadors to go out and to preach and to proclaim this good news and gospel. For one, you do not have to have license to do it. So don't be sitting home thinking that, you know, someone haven't ordained me to go out and offer the plan of salvation. You do not need license to go out under this great commission. So we see that Jesus had authority. Then Jesus turned around and gave that authority unto his disciples, his followers. You know, a disciple is a follower of Jesus Christ. Meaning that now that we're born again, we're disciples, we're followers of Jesus Christ. And I pray that the ones that are listening tonight, that whomever you are up under, whatever pastor that you are up under and you're still up under that pastor, that they have been teaching you about um, who you are in Christ. They have been teaching you about the, the Great Commission, teaching you about salvation and what Jesus done, teaching you that you have authority. And if you have not been taught these things, and I'm pretty sure you have, but some of us that have been taught, we have forgotten all about what we have been taught. This is why I'm going back through it to recap, because this is the time and this is the hour that we here at Clem and everyone else that are born again, we need to be decreeing and declaring kingdom. We need to be doing the work that God has sent us to do. And that means preaching the gospel, preaching the good news. You do not have to be an evangelist to evangelize. He wants all of us to go out and tell people what Jesus have done on their behalf. So we have to know that we have that right to reign and rule on this earth. The word of God tells us that we have been given that right to reign and rule on the earth. We have been given that authority. So that's where we're going to start. And these teachings on 911, what's your emergency? Lost souls. We want to start with letting born again people know that God has given you authority to go out and preach and proclaim the good news. Now, once I have this authority to go out and preach and proclaim the good news, we don't want you to go out without power. That's another thing. We do not want you to go out without the power of God coming upon you from on high. And in the word of God, we'll start with Jesus. Jesus had the authority to go out and, and rule and reign over the earth. But Jesus had to have the power of God coming upon him to do the work of God. 
Let's go to Matthew 3, 16 through 17. Matthew 3, 16 through 17, and I'm still in the expanded Bible. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he came up out of the water. Then heaven, the sky, heavens opened, and he saw God's spirit coming down, descending and lighting, settling on him like a dove. And a voice from heaven said, this is my son whom I love, and I am very pleased with him. So see, Jesus, before he can even go start his ministry, before he can even um, go out and get his followers, Jesus had to have the power of God to come upon him. He needed the power of God to come upon him to go out and do what God has sent him to do. And we're going to get into that even more. And I know some people are saying, why are we going over the same thing over and over again? Because you hear and you do. And if you're hearing and you're not doing, you haven't heard what has been said. Remember, faith come by hearing and hearing come by the word of God. If we have gone over this over and over again, you should be doing what you have heard. And I believe doing this crisis, we need to get to doing. Because it's not like you have not heard it, Clem. You have heard this over and over again. You're working amongst people now that's panicking, don't know how they're going to pay their bills, don't know um, who got what. You need to be giving them this good news. You need to be telling them what Jesus done. You need to rise up in the authority to reign and rule on this earth and let them know, see, I know who I belong to. So whatever happened to me during this crisis, I know where I'm going. So this is what we need to tell people. Some people are saying, if you don't do this, you're going to die. But look, I'm going to live as long as he see fit for me to live. He know my time. But if something happened to me, I know where I'm going. Do you know where you're going? Do you know? It's two destinations. It's heaven or hell. And see, this is why Jonah was so disappointed with God, because God didn't want the people in Nineveh to die. And they were doing some stuff they should not have been doing. But because of God's love, God wanted those people to live with him. They belonged to him, and he was not going to let death take them, because he was bringing life unto him from to them from heaven so I'm saying to you today I don't care how nasty people get with you I don't care if they say well you need to be doing this or this is going to happen to you you need to let them know whatever happens to me I know where my home is where is yours where are you going to be in the time of this crisis people are still doing the same thing some people that they have always done because they think that they can save themselves you cannot save yourself The only way you can be saved is through Jesus Christ. This is why the teaching is coming back in the church. Don't get me wrong. I'm excited to hear some people saying what God has shown them. Okay, all right already. But we need to talk about lost souls. We need to talk about that more than talking about I saw this and I saw that. This is going to happen. Okay, get over that. You done said that. Let's talk about these people that are dying in the midst of COVID-19. Were these people ready to see Jesus? Did they die before their time? What type of life were they living before COVID-19 came? We need to be more concerned with lost souls than we're concerned with, oh, I had a big revelation last night. Come on. Come on, did you have a revelation that people are really dying and then have not accepted Jesus? That's what we need to be telling um, these people. 
have. He said, come to me just as you are. Let's quit saying, oh, yeah, he's, he's judging America. He's judging America. I, I just read with Jonah and how God was not judging them. What God was doing, he said, I want to bring life into, into Nineveh. I want these people to be saved. I don't want these people to die. I don't know about you. I don't want people to die before their time. We need to let them know about Jesus and what God is doing here at Clem. He's getting his army ready. He's getting them set in place so we can decree and declare what the word of God is saying unto them. We want to bring kingdom in the midst of COVID-19. And the only way we can bring it is to have people ready, to have people taught about the things of the kingdom. We want people seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, his way of doing things. So all of these things shall be added unto us so we can have the peace of God which comes upon us and it passes all understanding and it guards our hearts and our minds through Christ Jesus. So we're going to continue these teachings every Tuesday to get you ready to go out on the battlefield so you can be ready to give them the good news concerning Jesus Christ in the time of these crises and letting them know the only way you can be saved is through Jesus Christ, not through the news media, not through the president. The president is doing what he know need to be done. Pray for the president. Pray for those that are in authority so we can live a quiet and peaceful life. Learn what the word of God is saying unto us in the here and now. Don't wait till somebody die and say, oh, I should have ministered salvation unto them. It's too late. We need to be telling them now. And once you tell them, the blood is off your hands. The only thing that you can do is deliver the message. And it's up to them to accept the message. They have a right to choose. They have a right to choose life or death. But I want them to choose life. What about you? So tune in with us every Tuesday night at 7. So you can be taught the word of God. So you can be taught on how to go out and minister this good news, the gospel unto this dying world. Because the only one that can save you in the midst of this crisis is Jesus. Let's quit trying to light up the televisions to keep people entertained with what you saw last night. Okay, that's good. But what you saw, is that going to lead them to Jesus Christ? Everybody need to be encouraged, but we have lost people out here shut up in their homes, coming up with stuff that's representing the devil, and they need to be entertained by the word of God. So every chance we get to get on live, let's talk about what Jesus done. Let's let's lift him high. Let's lift him high above COVID-19 because that's supposed to be under our feet. It don't supposed to be over us. It's supposed to be under our feet. He has given us power, y'all, to rule and reign on the earth. He has given us keys to the kingdom to bind and to loose. What are you doing with your keys? So it's time now to know. 911, what is your emergency? It is lost souls. He want all to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. He don't want nobody to be lost. I don't care what they're doing. I don't care how they've done it. He don't want them to be lost. This is the word of God. Take your mind off of he's judging these cities. He's doing this. God wants some Jonas to go into these cities. But some Jonas are saying, I'm not going there. If they want to die, let them die. God don't want them to die. 
He don't want them to die like that. He loved us all. So no matter what you're going through on tonight, no matter what you did or how you done it, God loves you. And he's calling you unto himself. And I just want to hear out there, what must I do to be saved? The way you can be saved is by accepting Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior. He paid the price for your sin, for past, present, and future sin. You could not do it on your own. That's why we needed his son. That's why he come down from heaven and he walked this earth in the flesh. He became flesh. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. He was bringing the kingdom unto us. And I'm saying tonight... Whosoever will, let them come. Now is your time. Now is the time of salvation. Do not sit there and hear me and know that you're in the need of a savior. Because what the enemy wants you to think is, you are right. No, you're not. He wants you to think that everything is okay because you're getting a stimulus check. He wants you to think that everything is okay because they're upping your food stamps. He wants you to think that everything's okay because you're still on your job. You're still making money. Money is coming in. Wow. You think you got it going on. But if you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, all that will not save you. All that will not give you the peace that you need in the midst of this crisis. That peace comes through him. So I'm asking those out there tonight. I'm pleading with you. God love you so much. That he gave his only begotten son. That those who believe on him shall not perish but have everlasting life. That's the only way. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And the only way you can get to the Father is through Jesus Christ. It's not through you paying tithes. Oh yeah, we accept the tithes, but that's not your way to Jesus Christ. Your way to, um, your way to the Father is through Jesus Christ. There's no other way. Your works... I'm not going to get you in heaven. I don't care how often you visit the sick. It's good that you visit them. It's good that you go to the prisons. It's good that you do what you do. But if you have not accepted him, your goodness goodness is not going to get you to heaven. The goodness of God is what leads to repentance. So I'm going to ask, is there one out there tonight that do not know him as your Lord and as your Savior? And as I call up Evangelist Newton to... Um, offer you this plan of salvation I'm believing that there's one out there that's saying God I surrender all amen to God be the glory hallelujah praise the Lord now that you have heard the word of God um, men are saved by the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ and like apostle just said whosoever will let him come And God said he would no wise cast you out. It doesn't matter what you've done. doesn't matter how long you've been doing it. Jesus loves you. And today is the day of salvation. For tomorrow is not promised. And we know that the word of God says that for God so loved the world. He loved everybody. That he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, shall not die spiritually, but have everlasting life. You shall have life everlasting from here here on out. Um, So 
All you have to do, uh, as according to Romans 10, 9 and 10, is to believe in your heart Amen. that Jesus died for your sins, past, present, and future. God gave his only begotten son. While we were yet sinners, Christ Amen. died for us. Amen. He didn't wait for us to get right. He Amen. gave his life while we were yet sinners. Amen. Because he loved us that much. It did not matter. We didn't have to work for it. He just, he gave Jesus. Amen. Jesus gave his life. He Amen. said, they did not take my life, but I gave it Amen. out of love. Amen. And you believe that he shed his blood on the cross Amen. to wash away all of your sins. You have to believe it by faith. And then you know that not only did Jesus die, but the power is that he rose. Amen. He rose from, and he, um, he conquered death, hell, and the grave. Amen. So if you would like to be born again, you believe in your heart, the Lord Jesus, confess with thy mouth. Thou shalt be saved. With your mouth, confession is made into salvation. Amen. So if you believe in your heart, confess it out loud. Amen. Don't be ashamed. Amen. So pray with me. Repeat after me. Father God, Father God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I come to you. I come to you. A sinner. A sinner. I need you, Jesus. I need you, Jesus. To come into my heart. To come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Be my Lord and Savior. I believe. I believe. That your blood. That your blood. Washed away. Washed away. All my sins. All my sins. So thank you. Thank you, Father. For forgiving me. For forgiving me. For all of my sins. For all of my sins. Hallelujah. I believe, I believe that I am saved. I am saved. On today. On today. I am a new creature. I am a new creature. All, thi- all things have passed away. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Behold, all things have become new. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. I'm born again. I'm, I'm born a again. new creature. I'm Thank new you, creature. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. All heaven is rejoicing because you accepted Christ. So now go tell somebody, confess with your mouth, because uh, Jesus, you be ashamed of him before man. He'll be ashamed of you before the Father. So just go and, and confess it, share that you are a new creature. Praise God. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. And for those out there tonight that have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministry is here for you. And if you have um, a church that you were attending, get up with that pastor and allow them to teach you the way of the kingdom. Amen. So we thank those that have toned in tonight live, and I pray that the message that God is bringing through Clem Training School, 911, What's Your Emergency?, lost souls have touched the hearts of millions that are out there that we do not need to wait it's an urgency it's an urgency for lost souls at this time to god be the glory until next time know that we here at miracle temple love you with the love of god love you miracle temple hallelujah